Welcome to the Southwest Apostolic Church podcast. Southwest Apostolic Church is located at 3161 South Rowena Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46241. Phone number 317-227-0182. Give us a call if we can help you. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, Sunday evening, 7 o'clock, Tuesday evening, we have prayer meeting at 7.30, and Wednesday evening, we have Bible class at 7.30. Our webpage, www.southwest-apostolic.com. You can find us on the web there, and you're welcome to any of the services. Uh, Our podcast will contain preaching from the pastor and other preachers. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. God bless. Good to be in church tonight. Praise God. Amen. Take your time. Take your time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) In... uh, Mark 12, 24, they came to Jesus and uh, they were asking questions. And they said, uh, Lord, verse 19, Moses wrote unto us and said, if a man's brother die, leave his wife behind and leave no children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up seed unto his brother and They said, now there were seven brothers, and it started at the first, and they died, and it went on down. Second died, third died. And then they said, Lord, they said, in the resurrection, in the resurrection, therefore, when they shall rise, whose wife shall she be? Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. They was asking him a question, and they weren't any more interested in the real answer than anything. Every time, or not every time, but a lot of times, people ask questions just to get out of, to, to boister their point. Now, see, these guys, these Sadducees, you see, they were, Brother Winters used to see, say they were sad, you see. Praise the Lord. They were Sadducees, and they were a certain sect of the Jews that did not believe in a resurrection. So they came in there, and they was asking Jesus about the resurrection. They was asking him about something they didn't even believe in. And they were trying to trip him up. How many knows you're not going to trip Jesus up? I said, you're not going to trip him up. And let me tell you something. He's not afraid of any question you have. If you got a question and you're sincere, you ask him and he'll help you find the answer. I believe that, don't you? Amen. He's not afraid. I'm not afraid of any question that's sincere. What God's looking for is somebody that's sincere. He's not looking for somebody that's that's a rocket scientist. He's not looking for a doctor. I mean, he'd like to save everybody, but sometimes people think you've got to be a certain status and you've got to have a certain thing to be right with God. God's not interested in all the things man interests in. What God's looking for is somebody that's got a sincere heart and says, God, I want to be saved. Amen. I want to make it to heaven, Lord. You see, they brought the lady that was caught in adultery, they said. They brought her to him and said, Lord... We have caught this woman in the very act of adultery. Well, first of all, if they were real, and Moses said we should stone her. First of all, 
Moses didn't say just stone the woman if you caught her in adultery. Right. If they caught him in adultery, there should have been a man involved. And they should have brought the man just as well as the woman and said, Lord, we caught these two in adultery. I mean, no, it still takes two to tango. Come yes, on, somebody. Yes, but they weren't, you see, and they, they weren't interested in that. What do you say, Jesus? What's your, let me tell you something. Uh, questions that aren't sincere are not going to get you anywhere. You can't dodge the question and you can't come up with a question just to try, try to get out of being, uh, to try to, what's the word I'm looking for? To try to dodge the issue Amen. or try to trip up God and try to make an excuse not to serve God because God's got the answer to any question you got if you're really sincere with the question. Amen. Amen. But if you're not sincere with the question... He'll do you just like he did the Pharisees. He said, Lord, we got a question. Where do, you, <laughs> where do you get the power and authority to do all these miracles? He said, all right. You got this. I'm not far. I'm going a little different than we thought, but maybe we'll get back around to it. But he said, let me, okay, you got a question for me. Let me ask you a question. Let me tell you something. When Jesus talks and when he, he's on the trail or when he's involved in something, he's not just throwing out a bunch of idle talk. Amen. Jesus, is, Jesus he, he was as serious as a heart attack when he walked this earth. Yes, now, I'm sure that he had a good, I'm sure the disciples ate fish sandwiches and laughed a little bit. I'm not saying that. But Jesus had a mission and he knew what he was going to do and he knew how it was all going to plan out. So he wasn't interested in a bunch of... He, you know, the only people that he really ever scolded was fake religious people. You know, when they brought that woman to him, uh, taken in adultery, and they said, you, they said, what do you say? And he knew they weren't sincere. So he'd stoop down on the ground and he started writing out something. And uh, he, he said, he said uh, you that are without sin cast the first stone. And he stooped down and started writing on the ground. And well, I guess their conscience got them and then they all went away. And then he stood up and he said, woman, he said, where are your accusers? And she said, all my accusers are gone. So he said, neither do I condemn you. Go thy way and sin no more. That's what he's interested in. He's not interested in stoning somebody. He's not interested in condemning somebody. He's not in, in, in interested in running somebody off. He's interested in somebody finding the power of God and being affected by the power of God. Amen. And find out what God's really all about. And if you got a question about what God's really all about, you just stick around and you keep asking him sincere questions and you'll get a sincere answer. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. So they asked him a question. They said, well, let me ask you a question first. And he said, John's baptism, was it of God or was it of man? You see, they were asking him a question. And all the time, they were attacking him on the inside. All the time, they had an issue with Jesus on the inside. They had something on the inside. They didn't like him. There was some reason they didn't like him. Could you imagine not liking Jesus if you met him? 
I think he'd be a pretty nice guy to run into, don't you? Yes, sir. I think that's the kind of guy I'd like to be around. But they didn't like him. I don't like God. I don't like the church. I don't like... Well, <laughs> at least be honest about it. Praise the Lord. Amen. God's just looking for somebody that's honest. And let me tell you this. You can't hide nothing from him anyway. Amen. There's not a thing he don't know altogether. Somebody said he hit, sits high and looks low. And there's not a thing he don't know altogether. He knows your heart. He knows if you're sincere or not. And let me tell you tonight, if you're really sincere, seek the Lord with all your heart, and you'll find the answer you're looking for. Praise the Lord. If you're looking for the power of God, and you really want the power of God, you can find the power of God. You can find your answer and find your solution. Praise the Lord. I believe that. Praise the Lord. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't go down on 10th Street and preach to a bunch of drunks and alcoholics down there. But I believe if they had a sincere heart and they hear the word of God and they accept it and obey it, God's got the power to change their life. Amen. God's got the power to change their situation. So he said, let me ask you a question. He said, the, the baptism of John, he said, was it of God or was it of men? See, now I got them because they said, uh, well... We can't say it's of God. We can't give him a true answer. <laughs> we can't say John's baptism and what John was doing was of God because he would say, then why didn't you follow him? And they said, uh, they might have said the other one in the other order. He said, we can't say that John's not of God. We can't say John's baptism was just of man. Because if we do, everybody around us will kill us because they all, the, the, the people will go crazy because everybody knows John's a prophet. Everybody knows John's a prophet. And he asked them, is John a prophet or not? That's what he was really asking them. Is John's ministry of God or not? They said, we can't say he's not because the people will rise up against us. And we can't say he is because if we say he is, then he would say, well, why don't you follow him? So they said, we don't know. How many has ever said, you don't know, but you really did know? Praise the Lord. I remember Larry used to ask me, Brother Larry Ball was here when we were kids. <laughs> We'd be over, in, I was a real modest, shy kid, hardly ever talked. Can you believe that? And uh, he'd get the ice cream out. Now, Brother Spall, or the ice milk. Anybody remember ice milk? That's what poor people ate, praise the Lord. It's not ice cream, it's called ice milk. I don't know if you can still buy ice milk or not. But it was a little bit cheaper than ice cream, but you kind of got the same satisfaction. It was still cold that melted in your mouth, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> But Larry said, he'd get, <laughs> he'd pull that ice cream out or ice milk out and he'd say, you want some? And I was real shy and I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Larry said, you do, say you do. You, we know you do. Here, get you a bowl. Praise the Lord. So don't be shy with God. If God says, do you want to feel the power of God? Do you want to experience the power of God? Don't step back and say, I don't know. Praise the Lord. Say, yes, I do. Amen. I want to be right in there. I, <laughs> I should have said, yeah, give me a big Jethro bowful. Praise the Lord. And let me tell you, you want the power of God? Ask for a big Jethro bowful. Amen. Ask God to pour it on you. 
That's God to give it to you. That's God to do the job. Amen. Because the power of God is available. <laughs> you like that one, huh? Praise the Lord. Isn't it crazy what you remember? What was I singing the day, Brother Rob? I forget now, but he said something made me think of a song, and I was singing some song from 1970. Oh, yeah. Can I tell him, Brother Rob? Hang on. Who I got to throw this in? I was talking about the haircut I got. Remember the bozo haircut? Brother Rob said he was in the military, and when he got out of the military, he wanted to get a house, and he wanted to be in a good band. This is for his sake. And he said he got in a good band. He was in a good band. They were a really good band. He let his hair grow out a little bit. But he thought, well, I need to get a job. <laughs> this cracks me up. <laughs> this cracks me up. This is better than mine. Praise him. <laughs> and he said, he had his long hair, but he knew he needed to get a job. And he needed a haircut. So he goes into the barber and he said, now just take a little off. He said, you know, <laughs> he said, just trim me up a little. I got to have, I don't want to go too short. I need a job. <laughs> And the barber was an ex-Marine, praise the Lord. <laughs> and he said when he got done with him, he looked like he was ready for boot camp, praise the Lord. <laughs> That's what made me. And when he told me that, I thought of that song, No Long-Haired Hippie Freaks Need Not Apply, praise the Lord. It's amazing what you think of, praise the Lord. But I'm glad to be in a place tonight where I can feel the power of God. I'm glad to be in a place tonight where you can experience the power of God. I'm glad to be in a place tonight, in a place that can be, God can take care of whatever you want him to take care of. But now here's the question. You got to find it. Where is it? What is it? How do I find the power of God? I want the real, I don't know about you, but I don't want no counterfeit when it comes to God. No, sir. I don't want no second, second class. I don't want no fake, phony, Benny Hinn, Holy Ghost test balls. No, I don't want none of that. No. I want the real power of God. Amen. Amen. I want a spirit of God moving so thick, people fall out in the, under the real Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah. I want the real power of God. I want the real move of the Holy Ghost. I want the real Spirit of God. I'm not interested in nothing fake or phony. Amen. I don't want no ice milk Holy Ghost. I want ice cream Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. I don't know what kind of ice cream you like, but I, I want the real thing. Praise the Lord. Uh, I think it's in the book of Acts. I think it's the 8th chapter. Let's slow there. Let me find it real quick. Somebody say, help him, Lord, finish up here. <laughs> In the book of Acts, the eighth chapter and uh, ninth verse, said there was a certain man called Simon who before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. And to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. So that tells me right there, 
There's people that cannot be of God and can claim to be of God. And then you can, that tells me also that there's a lot of people following people that claim to be the power of God that are not the power of God. Amen. Amen. But I don't, I don't want to follow somebody or anything that's not the real power of God. Amen, brother. But he, was, he had them bewitched. Don't fall for everything. Let me say something. You can't listen to about 99 point. You can't listen, period, to these guys sometimes that you... Well, I don't want to sound too dogmatic or whatever. Well, it ain't never stopped me before, I guess. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't follow after these false prophets that just want you to send them an offering. Send me an offering. Now, don't send me no little offering. Send me a big offering. Hallelujah. Do you want a blessing? Don't send no little $5 offering because I want you to have a $1,000 blessing. Amen. <laughs> But there's a lot of stuff out there that's claiming to be of God. And I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of stuff going on in the name of God. God don't have nothing to do with. Amen, amen. There's a lot of things being called miracles and a lot of things being called truth. But I'm here to tell you tonight that God's nowhere near it. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. If it's not moving people, if the power of God's not moving, and if they say it is moving, if it's the real power of God, it's going to change people's life. Amen. Amen. They're not going to be the same thing they were before they experienced the real power of God. If they experience the real power of God, it's going to do something to them. Amen. Praise the Lord. So where is it? Where do I find it? Well, just like always, I believe the Bible has the answer, don't you? Amen. And let's go to... Romans 1 and 16. Now listen to this. This is, this is uh, uh, transforming. This is uh, real. This is the real answer that people are looking for. This is where you find God. This is where God is, okay? If you're looking for the power of God, there's a place where he is and where you can find him. There's something in the world that exhibits and has the power of God locked up in it. Romans 1.16, Paul said like this, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Here it is. For it is the power of God unto to salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek if you want the power of God the power of God is in the gospel of Jesus Christ amen, amen. when you hear the gospel believe the gospel and obey the gospel you are in a position for the power of God to be unlocked in your life amen not a phony God, not a phony gospel, not a phony power, not some sorcery, not something crazy off the wall, but the real genuine power of God is available through the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ applied to a person's life through Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
That's where the power of God is. I didn't say it. The Bible said it. That's where the Bible says that the Bible says that's where the real power of God is. If somebody wants the power of God in their life, if somebody wants to experience God's Paul said it like this. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. They're not interested. They think preaching's foolish. They think the thought of a man dying on the cross for the salvation of the world is foolish. They think that doesn't have anything to do with it. They think that's just some crazy made-up story. And they think they paid the Roman soldiers, amen, to, <laughs> to make up the story about Jesus being resurrected. That's what the world thinks. But he said, the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, what is it? It is the power of God, amen. I'm telling you, there's power in the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's power in the cross of Calvary. Amen. There's power in what happened there. Not fake power. Not phony power. But the real power of God is unleashed by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus to everyone that believes it. Praise the Lord. Can I encourage you tonight? Believe it. Amen. Believe it with your whole heart. Grab a hold of it because that is where the power of God is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, but unto them which are called, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, 24, or 23, let's go there. Oh, let's go back up to 22. Well, I got to go back to where I was. <laughs> and he says, for after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified under the Jews, that's a stumbling block, and under the Greeks, it's foolishness. But under them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God, amen, and the wisdom of God, amen. amen. I'm here to tell you, you're looking for the real thing. You just obey the gospel. You just follow Jesus. You give him your life, and you can unlock the power. You know why people don't have problems? They have trouble with things because they don't sell out. They say they believe it, but they don't really believe it. Amen. If they believed that they'd be in church when the church doors was open. Yes. And if they believed that they would give up some things. Amen. Because they, they would be afraid. Amen. They'd be worried about going to hell if they really believed it. Yes, sir. If they really believed it, they'd say, maybe I need to quit doing that. Because I don't want to be lost. Maybe I need to quit doing that because I want to be saved. Maybe I want the power of God to raise me up out of the ground one of these days. But people don't believe it. But he said, if you believe it, 
Jesus said, all things are possible. Listen now. All things are possible to them that believe. Not just believe anything. Not just believe sky is blue. Not just believe that the Rocky Mountains are tall. Not just believe that Culver's Butter Burger is a good butter burger. Praise the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Not just believe that Dairy Queen chocolate ice cream cone dipped in chocolate is fabulous. Ooh, that's good stuff right there. Praise the Lord. You think a, a vanilla cone dipped in chocolate is good? Go get you a chocolate one dipped in chocolate. Hallelujah. Not just believe that chocolate ice cream is good. Not just believe that. But believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And believe in the power of God that is unleashed through the gospel of Jesus. I'm here to tell you, I believe this gospel is so powerful, it can clean this city up in 30 days. Amen. If people would believe the gospel and obey the gospel and repent, if the United States would repent of their sins, if America would repent of their sins, if Mars Hill would give up the heroin and repent of their sins, God could clean this neighborhood out in 20 minutes. Amen. Amen. God could drive it out in no time. Hallelujah. God can clean up the streets of every city. Drive out every devil. Hallelujah. But it's unleashed through believing the gospel. Amen. I didn't say that. I believe it. But I didn't make that doctrine. That's in here. That's what the Bible... I read you what the Bible said. I said I read you what the Bible said. And you can tell any man, woman, boy or girl that says, I got a problem. I can't give up my addiction. I don't have the power. I don't have the ability. You just tell them if you believe God and repent of your sins and make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. You want to go to heaven. Make up your mind. You want to serve God. You will unleash the power of God. And you can be delivered. Yes. yes, sir. You can be delivered. You can be saved. There's nothing that has any more power than Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Throw up Matthew 28 up there. Matthew 28. 28 18, I think it is. I didn't see that up there. I'm glad it's up there. Give me 18. Perfect. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, What? All power. Oh, no, only half power. No. Jesus said, I got a little bit of power. I can take care of some addictions. I got a little bit of power. I can handle I can help you with some of your bills, but don't get too far in debt because I can't help you. Don't get too far out there in the world because I'm, I'm limited. I can only do so much. Read it again. Jesus said what? All power is given in, unto me in earth and in heaven. Go, therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Somebody tell me what the name is. In the name of Jesus. And there it is. Teaching them 
them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Peter said, repent. And be baptized, every one of you. Yes, sir. I already quoted it. But I'm here to tell you, that's not just another scripture. That is the key that unlocks the door. Amen. To any man, woman, boy, or girl that'll believe it. Amen. And if you believe it, you can be saved. You can be delivered. You can be healed. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about the power of God. I'm not talking about my power. I'm not talking about your power. I'm talking about His power. Amen. I'm talking about the real power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's unleashed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> He said what? It is the power of God. It is the power of God. Amen. You got to believe it though. Because that's what he said. All that believe it. Praise God. Let me read a couple more. He said. Praise God. Paul talked about He said, but all things. He said, approving ourselves as the ministers of God. He said, in much patience, in afflictions, necessities, in distresses, in stripes, imprisonments, in torments, in labors, in watchings, in fastings. He said, by pureness, by knowledge, by longsuffering, and by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, and by the power of God. Amen. You know what he said? If they beat me, I'm still going. I got the power of God can bring me through. Praise the Lord. Amen. If I'm in distress, I'm going to keep preaching Christ because Amen. it is the power of God. I'm preaching the power of God to a lost world. I'm preaching the power of God to atheists. I'm preaching the power of God to people that believe in idols. I'm here to preach Christ and Him crucified. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes it. Why do people think you got to have some crazy manifestation before you believe it's the power of God? Those people believe Simon the sorcerer had the power of God because he did some, uh, what do you used to call that stuff? Hocus pocus, exactly. That's what happens when you've been married 40 years, they read your mind. Praise the Lord. Amen. People want, they want God, and they say they want God, but they're not satisfied until they see a bunch of hocus pocus. Show us a sign and we'll believe. Uh-uh. He said, ain't going to be no sign. The only sign you're going to have is Jonah being in the belly of the well three days. Amen. The only sign you're going to have is there's one greater than Solomon that's here. And he said, it's an adulterous and an evil generation that seeks after a sign. Yes, you know what he's looking for? People that are sincere and say, I want the power of God. I want to be saved. I want to be delivered. And he said, it's just as simple as obeying the gospel. Amen. It's that simple. I said, it's that simple. Amen. 
You don't have to have all the hocus pocus, razzle dazzle. You don't have to have all this and all that. All you got to have is the word of God. Somebody preaching the word of God. All you got to have is somebody preaching about Jesus Christ being death, buried, and rose again on the third day and applying that to your life. And if you believe it, you are unlocking the very power gates of heaven. Amen. As the music comes. This is not profound, but it is profound. It's simple, you see. God's got... When God says it, you can take another example. Another example would be about wisdom. People want wisdom. And the Bible tells you what wisdom is. But it's not what people think it is. Are you with me? It is what the Bible says it is. And the power of God is found right where God said it will be found. Thank you, Brother Jimmy. What we got here? Hallelujah. As the music gets ready to play. Kevin and Chris Vanslyke. Are you related to Wallace Vanslyke? That's your uncle. That's one of my good friends. You're glad you're here tonight. God bless you. Amen. Their family. How did you know about our church? The White family. Amen. Praise the Lord. And visiting from out of town. And it says, brother diagnosed with Melanoma, skin cancer, prayer for healing. Then his name, is it Dale Young? Is that right? Let's stand. How many believe God can handle? I said, how many believe God can handle? I said, how many can believe God can handle? How do you get the power of God being manifest? You preach Christ and Him crucified. Amen. You preach the gospel and wherever the gospel is preached, the power of God is manifested in their midst. Amen. Woo! Paul preached Christ. They had miracles, signs, and wonders. Yeah. Peter preached Christ. Yeah. Miracles, yes. signs, and wonders. Yes. Yes. Philip preached Christ. Miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm here to tell you, God still got miracles, yes. signs, yes. and wonders through preaching the gospel. Yes. Let's pray right now for Dale. Jesus' name. God, I ask you, Lord, to remember Dale tonight. God, honor your word tonight. You don't have to, Lord. But we ask you, Lord, to touch Dale. God, Dale's probably worried. Dale's probably troubled. Dale's probably stressed out, Lord. But we ask you to touch him, Lord. We ask you to heal him in the name of Jesus. By the word of God and through the preaching of the cross of Jesus Christ. We ask you to heal Dale Young in the name of Jesus Christ. All power in heaven and earth is in your hand. Amen. There's not a thing you can't do. There's not a disease you can't cure. Amen. There's not anything, God, that you can't do. So we bring it to you tonight. We ask you tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and start a song here, Brother Ronnie. We're going to open the altar tonight. Anybody really want to find God? Anybody really want the power of God? You got a problem in your life? You got something you can't overcome? You got something you can't quit and you want to quit? Do you need something from God? 
Just surrender it all to Him. Just surrender to Jesus. Obey the gospel. Obey the gospel. And you will unleash the power of God. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Southwest Apostolic Church. If we can help you, we will. Give us a call, 317-227-0182. Send us an email, SWAC3161 at Gmail. If we can help you, we want to. God bless. Thanks for listening.